How you doing, y'all? Welcome to Nappy and Jake. Uh, uh, uh. Very nice. On today's podcast, um, you know, we're going to really explore some interesting shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The so, most basic. Another That was another. Very basic, right? That, I wonder on this how, podcast, I, we're going to talk. I wonder how many, uh, if we go through our podcast, how many of them you don't give a good intro to. Ouch. Not not that it's Probably a bad half. intro. Not it's that it's just, a bad it, it's intro. Not, it's not good. Not that not, it's not good. No, no, no. I'm saying actually that's the wrong word to say. Oh. I should have said um not descriptive. Non-descriptive okay. intro. I like that. It's better it's, it's better vocabulary. Yeah. It didn't make me feel as bad know, about myself. I know, I know. I Because I was gonna internalize that and really hold it against you. And really yeah, I'm feel like, sad about it. Did you hear it. that fucking J guy today? He said I had bad, bad intros. intros. What the fuck you know type what I mean? of shit is that? All right, let me ask you a question actually, just from the jump. Actually, wait, let me say this, but okay. I'm gonna remember this question. Okay, I'm gonna remember this. I gotta oh, I'm gonna say the question and then I'm gonna say the intro. Okay, okay. So What's I don't the forget question? so What's I don't the forget. Question? The question is like, how much do you internalize little comments like that? Don't answer the question. This is going to be great. Okay, don't answer that question. But in the podcast, we're going to be talking about the different male personalities. There's like alpha, omega, delta. There's Ooh, all these different delta. kind of male personalities that we're going to go over. And you're going to be able to tell, like, in your friend group or maybe the guys you're talking to. Or like, who we are. Or who we are, right. Oh, we'll, we'll say at the end what yes. we think each other's are or something. Um, and then we're just going to get into some some real-ass shit today. I know Jay got into a little bit of a tussle. Yeah, um, just fucking black eyes. Wasn't physical. It no, was it mental. W- it might have been a little physical, you know. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm in the dog days of uh, my stress, so I wanted to kind of decompress. <laughs> on oh, <laughs> 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 we're gonna decompress with <laughs> whatever that was. The, the dog barking. Um, but yes, we got some stress. Um, and then the Telbies. We got one about. Uh, well, there's only one Telby, but. We've got one about, you know, little dicks, perfect size dicks, like how to approach that. Um, and then we also have one dealing with drunk feelings. Ooh. I think it's going to be a great podcast, right? Let's get it going. Nice. All right. So what was that question? I, you forgot? I no, remember. No, no, I, I remember the question. You just said I could never answer it. Wait, why? You said don't answer it. I said not right now because I was doing the intro. You didn't say now. You said don't answer it. What do you no, I said I yeah, right then and there. Oh, 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 a, oh, a moment in so time. Now, so now I can answer it? Absolutely. That was the whole point. I don't know. I, I internalized that and felt like you were telling me to shut up. Oh, that, all right, that's where we're going with this. <laughs> Cause okay, okay, okay. For instance, right, if you really want to get right into it, two things happened. The other day, um, me and Whitney on the fucking Bro, team this meeting. is so crazy that you're about to bring up because this is exactly you know how I said, yo, I have something to bring up in the start. Oh wow. It was this. Dude, that's okay. So, so you great. did internalize it. No, so no, no, no. It, it wasn't internalized. I mean, I guess, but it I was kinda just, was. I was just gonna say, I I okay, go ahead, tell your story. Okay. Well, okay. So to set the stage for people that don't know, because they weren't in the meeting, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had our podcast meeting, which we do weekly, and at the end of the meeting, I was like, oh, like our assistant, Whitney, I was like, Whitney, did you tell Jay like what we were thinking? Like, um, and then she's like, she's like, uh, wait, I think I just said it out loud. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, it. we need to get Jay a new haircut. Yes. Yeah, she right? said, I, she, you said that Whitney said that I need a new haircut. Yes. I was like, oh, Whitney told me that you need a new haircut. Yes. Yes. And like, I addressed it very wrong. Cause like everybody was just like, like, like she's like, Oh my God, it's not that. But like, uh, she was like, then like, she was like, but I do want to get you a haircut. And yeah, I want to yeah, like, yeah. she said, what did she say? She said, um, she's like, I she's know like you're guy. hot, but I want this. I want to make you sexy or some shit. Yes. 
I was like, bro, first of all, or, fuck being sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was either like, was it like you're cute or and yeah. I want to make you hot? Or is it the other, what was it? She used the word sexy. I know that. Yes. She wants it right. Uh, in our terms, when we, me and her were discussing this, we wanted to slut you out. Yes, yes, That's the yes. goal is to slut you out. And it's great that you brought this up because... Um, to go against you guys, I got my normal haircut. You did. I got my normal haircut. I'm fucking mad. Yes. First of all, I'm not gonna get a fade. Cause like, <laughs> I'm not gonna show up to work as a jerk, yo, why? with a fucking dope ass fade, bro. What, why not? First why, of all, okay, you, you okay. First like of all, my, my aesthetic will never be sexy, and I don't ever <laughs> want to be sexy. So anybody who's trying to make me sexy, I don't necessarily fuck with that, and maybe not you as either. But we'll see about that. And then secondly, secondly. I was like thinking about it and I'm like, bro, like my whole life, like I've given oh. so little about my appearance and how I look to people. And like, to be honest, I think God made me this way because if I did care and if I was like the fucking hottest guy out there, it would be done for you bitches, bro. <laughs> it would be fucking done, bro. Oh I was like, cause at the end of the day, I'm so dope that I still get hot girls, even not trying. <laughs> at the end of the day that's what it comes down to so to answer the question at the beginning do you internalize these little comments the answer is yes <laughs> <laughs> no but no i i was thinking a lot about it though i was like i was thinking about um i do agree with you though i i will say that because uh i i 100 agree with what you're saying in terms of like you still are so majestic and powerful Without that part in your life. Yes. You really are. You yes. know what I mean? And I think people really appreciate you and love you for that. I do. And I know girls do too as well. Yeah. But but still, like, I was thinking about, like, for some reason, I was thinking about appearance. And I was telling uh, the girl I'm dating, I was like, yo, um, I was like, you don't know this about me, but you do. Mm. You do. I was like, when I was a freshman in college, I would always just wear button-ups. Everywhere. Yeah, that was your shit. Do you remember that? That was your like, shit. Like, for no reason, I started wearing button-ups all the time. Everybody just thought you were professional. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I was you like were just like that guy. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. I was like, dude, that's so fucking weird and strange to be a freshman in college and just wearing button-ups all everywhere. It's like you look you were, like it's like you were pledging to yeah, the college. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like an ultimate pledge. You really were. That's you were just that was your outfit. But now I have to wear button-ups and like ties every day. So I was like, yo, maybe that's my new aesthetic again. Oh bring, shit! Bring back the the shirt and tie, bro. You're just always wearing a. You're that guy. You're like go to dinner with a suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it was funny for like birthday. Uh, I was I was like, yo. I I mean, I just came from work. I was like, fuck. Should I rock this shirt and tie? Hundred percent. Oh, you weren't, or you weren't. No, you I weren't. wasn't. I wasn't. I I was like, no, that would be very strange if I just walk in with the shirt like looking like I just came from my fucking job. Why would that be strange? I thought you didn't care about appearance. Well, I don't, but I, I feel like, okay, the only reason I care about appearance, and this is the weird thing, I don't care about it for me personally, but I also don't want to feel like I'm embarrassing people I'm with. <laughs> my that, work outfit is going to embarrass my friends. No, it's just- Wait, it's, what does that mean? I mean, imagine just me showing up to that dinner with how everybody was dressed in a fucking shirt and tie. I don't think anybody would have batted an eye. Okay, well, that's good. You you really think people are gonna be like, wow, I can't believe Jay showed up in his work attire. What is who does he think he is? Well, yeah, maybe not. No. No one would have thought that or said that. I just that's my thing, is that I don't really care about like how I look to the public. I care about like making sure that people don't feel embarrassed about me. I don't know if that's better or worse. I think that might I don't be know worse. If that's, I think it's worse. 
I think it's worse. Because because you're then taking into like other people's perspective. I feel like account. people I care about's perspective, not pe- okay, not that's that fair. that that's the difference. Is that like I I. I don't give a fuck about like what others are like. Like I wouldn't care if I was alone in public doing dressed as whatever. Like I, in shambles, you this know. This is well, okay. So I am mad because I do want to see you get a different haircut, just because I haven't literally seen you in a different haircut forever. Just because the like, only thing experiment is, wise, I, I have had like, like super long hair though, so that's a different haircut. Yeah, I think I remember you had a little bit of flow for a little like, bit. Like it was like I had it like long, bro. At one point, yeah, yeah like yeah. very long. But it's 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 funny though. It's like your hair gets long and short, but it looks the exact same. But I think that that's what I was trying to explain too on the on the uh, call is that I think that my hair has like certain uh, what's it called like texture and waves. Not only texture and waves, but also uh, it, it it falls a certain way. Gotcha. So it always just kind of looks like one style. I feel like, at least from my perception. So let me ask you. How, so how did that make you feel when when Whitney said, or well, I guess I fucking said it. I I literally because like, the way that it came off made it seem like it was way worse. Like we were plotting against you, or like we were calling your haircut yeah, yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that's trying not to what get it me was. to be sexy. No, well, see exactly. Like from Whitney's perspective, like. As just like I don't know a girl, I think I think she just like wanted to like try to like spice you up because you don't necessarily like like you said you don't necessarily go hard about yeah. your appearance. You yeah. don't. Same thing she did with me. Like we just went and we went clothes shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, just yeah. like she's like you know you're always wearing like gym shit or all this. She wanted me to be in something different, being something like vintage or whatever to like yeah. kind of like look cool, and like kind of have like, like a, swag, a cool, a, a dope vibe. With right. You. Yeah. Right. Yes, right. Right. Yes, yes. So it's I like I don't I don't take it as like no I don't think she was doing offense. it. No 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 and I don't think it was offense. It's actually I think that the girl I'm dating actually took it way more offensively than I did. Really? Because so I actually so the like oh, I don't she was mad? I don't know how you guys ended the call because like she wasn't mad she was just like fuck them she was just going oh. off because she's like I like how you look how you are all oh this my stuff. god give me a I was break. like bro I don't give, give a, a fuck I was like I don't care oh my goodness with that. Of course, everybody loves. Like that's what I'm saying. It's not like we look that's at what you I'm and like you, we're not. We think the same thing as her. It's not like we're like, oh my god, Jay is fucking ugly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not like we're walking around. To be honest, that. I was thinking though too. I was like, yo, I I wish I was like uglier. Like I wish I was just <laughs> super ugly For because what? then I because then I would be like a stand. I would be stand up. The problem with me is that I'm too good looking. No, 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 basic. Oh. Like not basic, but like just like. Average to like whatever, but that's the problem. That's the problem because nobody's gonna listen to me. You know what I mean? The the stuff that comes out of my mouth is what's majestic. And the 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 (laughs) problem is the problem is that like people see me and they're like, oh, average guy. He probably has average things to say. If I was ugly as fuck, (laughs) if I was ugly as fuck, people would be like, just wait a moment. They'd give me a moment at least because they'd be like, okay, feel bad. They would just look at him and be like, oh, what is that? And then then (laughs) what what is that? That's that's uh, how let me listen to him. He's so ugly. That's how ugly I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> that people listen to me because I'm so fucking ugly. I, at least they they give me a chance because I'm so ugly. Because I feel like if I you would have up, to be. I feel like to get to that point, you really have to be a, a, in the in the dumps. That's that's my. You point. know what I mean? Like there's ugly, and if you're just, I guess if you're just ugly, regular ugly. Yeah. No one listens to you at all, right? Y- y- 
Yes, yes, right? that's They're true. just going to ignore. But if you're super, super that's my like, point. Like if it's obnoxious, yes, then you're like, oh, all right, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what's going on here, bro. That's my point because I'm thinking about it like somebody scrolling through the for you page, right? They see me start talking, they're gonna just pass by because there's nothing to add, like aesthetically, gotcha. right? But if I'm ugly as fuck. <laughs> Then they might give me a second. Give they me, might give you a chance. Give, give me a moment to explain myself because I think that's another thing about me is that like a lot of the way and how I talk, it's very slow. So you, you might need to take a moment for you need to give me a chance to explain to you what my thought process is because I'm not going to just give it to you in a one word like or a couple words sentence and it might not be a banger. It, I, I talk in paragraphs and that's right. just like how, what I do. Listen. You gotta express yourself the way you are, and guess what? If they don't want to take the time to listen and get to know you, that's why I'm go suck a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It is what it is. It's like a good relationship. But I understand it was out, like it, you and Whitney. What you do is out of kindness, and like it, your your hearts were in the good place. I didn't take it personally. No, because like my whole life, like again. I don't give a fuck about the appearance thing. I was the thing that made me upset actually is because I was planning on getting a haircut this weekend and I was like, now it's gonna look weird if I get a haircut this weekend. But I was like, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna get a haircut. You have to, but because you didn't want to get a slut cut. Oh, I was never gonna get a slut cut. I'm too, I want you to get a slut cut. No. I don't know what that involves. I don't know what that means. I I don't really know. What is a slut cut? A slut cut is, is probably just like, Side shaved or something. I don't fucking. I don't know. think that that shit works for me. I, but that's what I'm okay. Is like, can we listen? My listen, point is, listen. Can we try? No, the reason is because when I was really young, right? When I was really, really young, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if it's just grown on my face now or whatever, but like I used to get like my side shaved, and I feel like my ears stick out. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I guess I. I wouldn't know. And that was the, that was the problem is that I just I felt like it was just like so but, it's an ear thing that's really bothering you. When I was a kid, that was I was like, oh, I can't go too short on the sides. I'm gonna be honest. Now I only do scissor cuts. I only do scissor cuts. Yeah, I don't do. They don't. I, they, don't they don't. I do all scissor cuts, but also because scissor cuts are professional cuts. Yeah, like I'm an attorney, bro. I can't be just oh. like. Coming in again with faded some, up, faded up, bro. There's nobody at my work that has a fade. But Jay, no one at your work has a podcast either. That's true. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't they don't have what you have. That's true, but still at the end of the day, again, I'm not trying to come across as a sexy person ever in my life. Got you. You're trying to do the opposite. Exactly. I want you to care about me. I want you to care about me because of who I am. I don't want you Mm. to care about me because of how I look. And I feel like automatically if you're sexy, there's people going to care about you because of how you look, regardless of how you talk. 110%. So I I don't want any of that attention. Because it's bullshit, fake, materialistic attention. It is. It is. It is. But I guess it just depends on what you want in your life. I don't know. To some people, it's like there's there's an importance behind it. Obviously, for me, I feel like I took that into account. I mean, if you go listen or watch maybe even our earlier podcasts, I look drastically different. Yeah. It's no, honestly you do, weird. You do. Well, you just have a bigger... Honestly, you look like... You look way more East Coast. Now or no, before? Before. Because, like, to me, you looked East Coast also because you would, like, wear uh, wife beaters a lot or yes. whatever. 
and then you just had like long slick back hair and like so a big beard, beard and you were just I don't like, know what was going on I'm during that time beast bro you had I a didn't... girlfriend yikes yeah that's this is a good old days that's what happens when you have a girlfriend you really don't give a fuck about appearance mm, I don't know not you I'm saying in general people oh, oh 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 absolutely well I think your priorities just shift right yes you know all those times that you were eating healthy or going to the gym to try to attract a mate yes like, it kind of goes out the window because yes. you already have a mate exactly so you're like I just want to maintain the way maybe this is why I'm always monogamous because I don't want to put in the work to look good I understand that I under, it's it's fucking annoying, and it's think about it. Like I'm doing it based out of anxiety. You're like you're you're living life and you're feeling good. Yes, right? exactly. So like, like I'm not. I'm living life under intense amount of stress. Making under, sure you look good. Making and stuff sure like right that. all the time. It's but this it's is also stressful. I think this is also why I hate pictures. And honestly, if you remember from the beginning of the podcast, I did not want it to be video. You didn't. Like oh, yeah. way in the beginning when we first started. I mean, we, we have a lot of podcasts in the beginning that aren't video. I think the first mm -hmm. 10 or so aren't video. But that's because I just don't like being on camera. But It's not I, your thing. It's not my thing. I don't give a fuck. I, I think I, I um, look better in person, mostly because my energy is at least there for you. I mean, I feel that same way. I'm, I mean, like, I don't really do, like, dating apps or anything like that for that particular reason. Because I don't want you to just get to know me off of just that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, off of just, like, what you see on a screen. Which, honestly, though, it's annoying is a lot of the people that, I mean, we probably meet now. Or, like, people in general. Yeah. My mom, oh, speaking of which. So, my mom is single, right? She just sent me over, I can't say it, but she sent me over her bio you want to you want to hear what kind of flex this woman has right now? What? She's on MillionaireMatch.com. Ooh, <laughs> that's some beast. She's like, Chris, help me fill up my profile for MillionaireMatch.com. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, okay, come here, like, take it easy, bro. Millionaire match. That's right, baby. So I had to I had to review her profile. You know what I mean? Because she's trying to she's putting herself back on the market. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's Yo, hard. I, like, do you have to send in bank statements to get on that nah, shit? I don't know, bro. I like, don't know. how do you get on that shit, know. bro? I don't, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're right. I think it's just, I, honestly, it's probably just for older people. I Dude, don't really do you think know. you could try to get on? No. Yo, well, you I'm should. not even close to Yo, being a millionaire. I know, but you should just try to get on. Maybe it's not only millionaires, but it's also like people that want to date millionaires. <laughs> I don't think it's. I, I don't think like it's that it easy. It could be that though. Yeah. I feel like it could be that because think about it. Like, there's definitely probably a lot of hot girls on that app. No, it, it's uh, first off, it's like a website. It's probably not really even like an app. I'm sure they have an app, but it's like it, my mom is like what fifty. So you, but that's my point is that there could be cougars on there for you. For what? What am I gonna do with a fifty year old woman? No offense to fifty year old. Bro, woman. I would do a lot. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> No, you wouldn't. Bro, if a 50-year-old woman was a millionaire and she said, yo, what I will take yeah. care of you, I would suck her boobs every day, bro. <laughs> I'd suck from that tit. <laughs> I'd be like, give me that milk, wait, mommy. Wait till the girl you're dating hears this part. Wait wait till you play this part in front of her. Let's see what she says I mean, when you're sucking on the 50-year-old titties. I'll tell her what, bro. She's a millionaire giving me money. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back to I'd your I'd be fucking... like, if you had a million dollars, I'd be doing the same. <laughs> That's why I don't do shit to you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we don't fuck. <laughs> Make some money. Yes. <laughs> and then maybe I'll then then maybe I'll get horny for you again. Jesus Christ. No. Are you well you guys are still Yeah, we we fuck every day. Oh. 
Although my dick has been like, I feel like broken. I've been fucking too much, bro. Honestly, I feel like I've been fucking too much, and I I feel like I need a rest day. Wow, you know, see, instead of the I told gym, her that see, actually, instead of the gym, you you you've just been doing a lot of cardio. I guess, bro. I, Someone did mention to me that you look skittier. Oh well, I appreciate that. I don't know if it's true. I th- I said I think I said I thought the same thing, but I didn't want to say anything. I mean, I have been eating healthier. I mean, yeah, bef- like I got to the highest weight I've ever been, and now like I probably dropped like fifteen pounds. Okay, that, yeah. okay. So she was she was real. She was yeah, 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 with yeah. her statement. So congratulations on that. That's Thank kind you. of a huge accomplishment. Like, I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to do way more. You should. I mean, you're doing a lot of cardio, apparently. Well, I guess so. I mean, I I've been doing that my whole life. See, that's what's crazy is like you know we're on here we talk about sex sometimes, but like you, I think this year I've had triple. Way more actually, quadruple. What's like the highest number multiplier? Like ninety nine times more sex than I have. Well, that's not true. Ninety nine is a high. Ninety nine is. You're right, because there probably hasn't even been ninety nine days. All right, I guess there yes, would no, be. There has. There there's would been like be. hundred. I mean, 50. yeah. I mean, there's definitely been weeks that she's been gone or whatever, and I wouldn't be fucking. You want to know an uh, interesting fun fact about my love life right now? I've only had sex twice since June. Oh 15th. wow. So maybe it is ninety nine times. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's it's a drought. I, it's uh I, it's Arizona. It's I, monsoon season, but it ain't for me. I'd be fucking a lot. Right. I'd be fucking not at all. Dude, it's funny because like what was it the other day? Emily like shitted on me for having more bodies than me. Right. I was like, did she? Well, it was at the sushi. It was a while ago. Oh. She's like, well, I have more bodies than Jay. And, and I was like, like, I was like, you yeah, as much as I was, well, I was thinking about myself. I was like, yeah, like your, your body count is the same count as how many guy, how many times you've had sex probably. Yeah. With those people. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's Her body count allowed. is also the amount of times she's had sex. Yeah, She'd be talking about it. Like it's a one and done, bro. I think we might, honestly, she said she's down for next week. Yeah. Maybe we could like kind of talk to her about Get her this on. And, and uh, tell her a little recap. Tell her, yeah, like she's trying to shit on me for having a little experience. But at the end of the day, I fuck. So let me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're I, going off this podcast. Literally, I feel like I'm sounding like a douchebag. No, no, you're good. You're doing good. Well, I, here's the problem. If they think you're a douchebag, I, I, I mean, honestly, I don't care. I've passed that point with people, too. Like, you're just telling it how it is. Number one, you don't really care that much about your parents. You're still fucking. And I think that's the whole premise of this that- entire conversation, which is it don't matter what his hair looks like because it doesn't he's still matter. fucking. I still fuck. That's it. At that's the end of the day, matters. I fucked a lot. So... You got into a fight with her, though. But it's so interesting that you bring that up because it's about this, kind of. Fucking. It's about, no, it's about me coming across as a douchebag. Oh. She hates, like... Yeah, you really did. I mean, just now you're talking about sucking on exactly. titties of a fifth-year-old woman. I'm and, like... And when you're back at home with her in your house, it's probably like, baby, I miss you. Well, you're the girl I'm dating. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if I say that. Oh. I say I say girlfriend. Oh, yeah! Like yesterday when I was getting my haircut, startling. I, she walked with me, or she came with me to get the haircut, and the hairdresser was like, "She's like, oh, so what are you and your girlfriend doing today?" The hairdresser assumed off the bat. Mm. Imagine if she was my sister. Oh, you, oh, oh, she came with you. Yeah, yeah, that would have been. So she's like, "Oh, what are you guys doing today?" You're you, you and your girlfriend. And I was like, oh, mm. we're, we're, we're just chilling. It's like funny of you to assume that. She's the girl I'm dating. No, no, no. no. You told her? I, no, I tell oh. my family she I have a girlfriend. So who don't you tell? Uh, the, this. This podcast. The podcast. Yeah. Oh, this is why you're a douchebag. 
This is this is it. This is it right here. Well, I am telling them now, I guess, right? Yeah, girlfriend. You are. Did you ever ask her uh, in a in a very nice way? Because if not, to me, it doesn't count. In a very nice way, like My point like is, when is I like, was a f- like fr- when I was like a sophomore, and I no. like like you remember it. Oh no, I don't remember that. So like. My ex, she liked really like um, blue raspberry uh, Jolly Ranchers, mm-hmm. and I talked oh, about this yes. in a long podcast yes, ago. Yes, and I think that I spelled out like GF question mark with the with blue Jolly Ranchers. That's adorable, Jay. That's and just told her to come with me. But you, romance, you know baby. what? You know what's so interesting about <laughs> that? Right before, like, okay, like right before I had asked her, mm-hmm. like. The conversation that me and her were having right before that was a good foreshadowing of our relationship. Because what happened was she was hungry and she was like, I really want to go eat. And I was like, wait a moment, wait a moment, like, come follow me to this place. She's like, I don't want to go anywhere, please. Like, she was like, I don't want to go. I was like, no, just come. And then she started throwing a fit. And like, mm-hmm. I was like trying to walk her to this location where I had done this, right? But she's she was fucking heated. Heated. Yelling at me. She just thinks me. that you're wasting her time. Yes. Yelling at me, blah, 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 whatever. And then we get to the mo- moment and she sees it. She's like, I don't even like blue uh raspberry jolly ranchers like i that. would have cocked back right there <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like oh yeah but will you be my girlfriend and she's like yeah but can we go eat oh my god she didn't even appreciate the moment no but that's that's again how she is that's how yeah our, that, that again a foreshadowing of our relationship gotcha. i'm sure she's not like that anymore she was 18 19 at the time yeah so. yeah i'm sure she's not like that no, I'm sure it's not her personality at all. No, I'm sure she's that, just living like, life. Yeah, because everybody changes. Yeah, but anyways, back to this this fight that I had. So, a couple podcasts ago or whatever, we talked about this girl, mm-hmm. or I guess a girl that you've talked to, and like I made be made some jokes about the girl, right? Just mm-hmm. like how I am known to do, not mm-hmm. maliciously, but because it's in the moment, and I'm like, oh, funny shit, right? Yeah, and I just want to pause you there because remember we just talked about internalizing comments? Yeah. I think me and you are not allowed to do that. Yeah. Be- just just to let you know. Okay. We're not supposed to. Because we open our mouths so freely. Yes, 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 I, yes. I, I just know personally I can't be offended by anything anybody says to me. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think I really am ever truly offended or like i never like stay up at night thinking oh my god like oh i'm so sad somebody made fun of me yeah 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 it's just like having to me so much again in my life that to me it rolls off and like again i I, i'm here for the course of life and i feel like in life people are going to shit on you and you just got to live with it but anyways so you're making jokes sir i made jokes about her in the podcast this girl recently found out that the podcast like that we did make fun of her in the podcast, correct? Gotcha. And she like freaked out on us this week, basically. Oh, right? oh are you saying you're not talking about you didn't make fun of the, the, your girl? No, you no, made no. fun of somebody else. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It, uh, a couple podcasts ago or whatever, we made fun of somebody, right? I mean, we make fun of somebody every podcast. Exactly. But regardless, the girl found out recently that we made fun of her. Gotcha. She got upset, and there was a little drama to that, right? Mm-hmm. I told my girlfriend or the girl I'm dating about that. Jesus Christ. I told I told her about that. She flipped out on me. She she flipped out, bro. She was not happy with you she talking th- shit. Yeah. 
Cause she's like, she's like, you just don't know how it feels. She's like, one of these days, somebody's gonna talk about you on their podcast and make fun of you, and then you're gonna cry about it and feel terrible. And mm. I was like, that's not true, cause I don't give a fuck. But nice. Secondly, nice. Secondly, she's like, you just sound like such a douchebag, and you're such a good person, and like on the podcast, I just can't even listen to you because it just cringes me out. Because like, you are such like this other person, and like. I just can't handle that person that you are on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen. At the end of the day, so I tell people like, you know, it is a show in, in some sense. Like, I but I feel like we're real. But yeah, the difference no. is, it's just real conversation that you're not going to hear as a girl because you're talking to your bro, you're talking to your homie. This is shit that like. You know, maybe we, maybe we embellish certain things to a degree, yeah. no doubt. But at the same time, too, it's like the way we speak to each other, it's almost like we are joking with each other with the words that we are even saying. Yes. And that's what people don't realize is like, yes, they're hearing these things and it sounds really mean, but you are sounding mean to make a joke. But yeah. I know you don't truly mean it that harshly, but you're saying it that harshly because it's sarcastic. Yes. And people don't necessarily understand that, right? Well, because of our dynamic. Well, yeah, I think it's what she she described it kind of perfectly. I She said that she said no girlfriend wants to hear their guy do locker room talk and of course all this podcast is to her is locker room talk but i said to her i was like you know what's funny is that the whole reason you talked to me in this first place is because you listen to this podcast so Ooh. obviously i came across as cool to you go off and she was like yeah but like now that i know you it's way different it is very it's so much different when you know the person yeah it is way different like, because I feel like that does change everything. Like, you don't want to be talked about if, like, you're a close person. Or you don't want to be talked about in, in a way that almost feels like feedback. Yes. Or in a way that almost feels like you're getting shit on. Because it does feel very public, whatever. But at the same time, too, it's like, I, I don't know. I, I think the stuff that we say, though, it's like, like, for instance, you know, there's there's stories that we have told in the past. Like, whatever, it's sex stories or, or it's me talking about girls I've, like, hooked up mm -hmm. with or something. I have told all of these girls these stories to their face. It's just hearing it publicly that really triggers people. Yes, because they don't want other people to somehow like know, no. even though they don't know because we don't use names like right. that. But uh, another thing is, though, too, is like I think that the re biggest reason it triggered her is because she was having like flashbacks to like when like a while back, a, a long time ago, actually, when we first started talking and then we stopped talking because she like kept listening to the podcast and she just wasn't liking what I was saying on the podcast about her. And so she, I guess, can empathize with a girl who gets upset that we're talking about her on the podcast. And she understands what those emotions feels like. Mm. And that's why she thinks that it is bullying for me to do that because she's like, you're making fun of some person on a public platform and like maybe that's not very nice but how i say it is first of all i don't really know this person second of all yeah like maybe i'm making fun of them but it's not like a malicious intent and again Correct. we're not using names and like pointing them out and that's the thing too it's like yo you know we sit here and you could sit here and say like i'm so nice when i talk about people whatever i'm like bro i guarantee you if i was around you and your girlfriends 
dude, the way that girls talk shit about yes. every little thing that every little fucking person does. You know what I mean? The way that somebody went to the bathroom, the way their dress yeah. was, the way their fucking hair looked that day. Like, oh my God, who, who does she think she is? Like, blah, 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 blah. It's just you're hearing it publicly with a private the, but, conversation. But that's, I guess, the biggest, like, her biggest problem because I, I made that point. She's like, yeah, but... Y- we're not giving that conversation to the world. And like, to me, is that I, worse? I feel like that's, that's what I would say. That's worse. That's, I feel like that's, that's what I'm saying. Cause at least, first of all, usually anything we talk about on this podcast, we say to the person in person before yes. we bring it on here. Yes. Secondly, the, like I, I've definitely done that a couple of times where I haven't told somebody and then I tell the story on the podcast. So, but at least so at least that person is getting a chance to hear okay that's I'm not, a, that's I'm not the question would you rather have somebody talk behind your back talk shit behind your back or to you, to the world and you hear it I listen that's what I'm saying I I don't, don't want to be doing any type of sneak dissing Yes I'm not about that life yes. I'm really not like you know what I mean if if you're going to say something you have some sort of feedback whatever I like people that are real yes. as fuck yes. like uh, you know, the other when I because when I asked you this question via the podcast, um, you know, I don't know if we left it in the last podcast, uh, the story about, right? No. So, oh, we got to, can't say names. Anyways, I'll take um, it. So, there is this guy, well, my friend who uh, like hit me with some real ass shit, essentially calling me not like a real friend. And this is something that's been sticking with me. It was like the haircut comment mm. in a way where it was like, you know, when somebody close to you makes a comment that maybe is like sort of feedback or I don't know, maybe there's a change that you yeah. want to make. It really does. Like your first instinct is probably defensive. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck that. Like think about what you just did with the haircut. Yes. Your yeah. first instinct was fuck these people. <laughs> yeah. They don't know what they're fucked to talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And honestly, when, when my friend reached out to me and essentially said like, yo, I feel like you're losing your sense of realness. Mm -hmm. My first instinct was like, fuck you, dude. You don't know my situation, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that's what we all do when we hear like sometimes feedback or negative comments from people. But I think, you know, I actually sat on that comment for a little while and I realized like, again, A, intentionally, I don't think he is trying to hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that is his perspective and maybe it is real. Like, there has to be some truth to it, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Or not necessarily truth as in, like, it's wrong. Obviously, it's their opinion on on the situation. I mean, it's the truth because it's their truth. Right. That's my point. It's like, it's just their opinion, yeah. which isn't a truth. It's it's an opinion at yeah. the end of the day. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think I would define it as a truth because I believe ex- anybody's experience is a form of truth. Right. Like right. even if even if other people's perceptions are different than yours, that doesn't mean that your perception isn't true to you and the feelings you have about that perception aren't necessarily authentic. Yes. I think what you're saying is it's a fact he is having those feelings, yes. but the things, what the thought itself is an opinion though. Yes, you know what yes, I mean, yes, right? Yes, right. Yes. The feelings I'm having are real. The thought itself though is my opinion based yes. on what I my yes. experience, yes. right? Your perspective. You know what I mean? It's not 100 percent true, but anyways. So you know, I've really been sitting on this comment for a little while, right? I internalized it a little mm. bit. I was like, you know, what do you mean I'm not real? And then I I start to like think about some of the little things that I've been doing to people. And when I really do think about it and I sat back with it, you know, initially I was like, you know, fuck you, dude, you just wanted me to go party. But what I think it really is, and I I tried to dig deeper into it with him and, you know, just myself. And what I realized is, is like, I I feel like the feeling that he or, or the reason he thinks I'm not real is because of my lack of desire to maybe not lack of desire, but my lack of energy towards giving myself to people. 
So being very selfish with my time, being very mm. selfish with my thoughts, mm. but to the point that the people that have been there or want to support me, I don't even give my time or thoughts to those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where this idea of me not being as real, and honestly, I almost experienced it firsthand because I just realized the other day, and I saw it today, where um, our friend reached out, a really close friend of us, again, we can't say names anymore, but... She reached out to me and said, hey, you know, like, call me after this. And I realized today, and it's been like three days later, I never called her back. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, she reached out to me to talk to me to, like, you know, essentially just be my friend and, mm -hmm. and be there for me. And I never reached back out to her because I've been so busy and so up my own ass with mm -hmm. work. And, then, you know, I don't know. I, I think I'm trying to think of, like, how to fix that, I guess. Or I'm trying to think about how can I take that comment, learn from it, and actually apply those things into my life to be a better friend. You know what I mean? Does it really mean that I need to start calling all these people back at the right time? Or do I hold my position or do what I do, but maybe try to communicate better that sometimes I'm just not available? I think that it's very difficult because I think I do that to an extent. I mean, I've heard that problem with every girl I've dated. I feel like they, they always feel like I give my energy to the world and not them. And I think it's hard when... Uh, we have a desire to provide something to the whole world mm -hmm. that I feel like the people closest to us are going to get the, the, the short end of the, the shaft because, yeah, uh, or the short end of the stick because at the end of the day, it's like we, everybody only has a certain amount of energy to give. Right. Yeah. And like, because our, our energy our motivators are is to give our energy to the people and the world in general. It, it it's again sliding those that I guess are closest to us, and it's selfish and it's fucked up sometimes. But um, I think it's hard to to make that balance, and I, I guess it's something that you just have to choose. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying too. It's like I I do want to appreciate those relationships because. A couple of things I've been reading, like, again, at the end of my life, you know, what's really going to matter? Yeah. The amount of dollars that we're making right now, like this, you know what I mean? It's going to be like. Or what about, though, will it matter, though, for you, the amount of people you do influence? I guess not, though. Like, at the end of the day, it is does that really matter? How many people you influence versus, I guess, the people closest to you that have gone through it with you? So I think that's a really good uh I guess conversation. I think that's hard to think about, right? It's, it's like, not about money, though. No, no, no. But like, okay, so let's think about like somebody like uh, Kobe or LeBron, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say hypothetically, or like any type of big superstar, right? Mm -hmm. Like or like Michael Jackson, right? Remember he had like yeah. a Staples Center filled yeah. out for his funeral or something, right? But but like to him himself, right? On a day to day basis, and like when he's about to die, like what do you think you're thinking about? Do you really think you're thinking about? all those millions of other people, yeah, you've influenced them in some way, but what's really going to matter more to you? It's probably going to matter the people that are around you in that in that room with you as you're about to die, no? Yeah, for Michael Jackson, it's probably little kids. Yikes. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus no, Christ. No, but I, I understand what you mean. You're actually probably 100% right because like somebody like Michael Jackson probably now takes for granted his influence. Right. Because I feel like if you get to a point of like such big success, you start to take it, take for granted even your ability to influence people and bring joy to people. I think I, I but that's what I'm saying, because it's such on a on a high scale. I mean, that's the thing, too. OK, for instance, 
like me, right? My Instagram DMs. Maybe at first I was so happy that I like all these people reach out to me yeah. all the fucking time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now when people are like, oh my God, I love your content. Thank you. I'm like, Pff. Like, not that I don't care, like, I, I it, appreciate it, but I'm like, I've heard this a million yes, times. it's oversaturation, overexposure, it's yes. not, it's not uh, and I'm new. Like, and I'm like, I appreciate you, but, like, that's what I'm saying, is is that what I'm going to internalize when I die? Yeah, at some, you know, to a degree it matters, right? That's the thing, okay, I think there's a difference between just straight up views and popularity versus mm -hmm. impact, right? Yeah. If I made that type of impact on you where you felt like my words influenced you in a positive way or mm. my actions in any sense, that to me is a huge W. Mm. You know what I mean? That to me, I am going to appreciate when I die and be like, yo, I went through life and I helped X amount of people impactfully. Like yeah. I changed that person's life because my life, because uh, I was alive. Mm. You know what I mean? But then also too, again, when I, when I take a look at like maybe on my deathbed, it's like, yo, at the end of the day, it's going to be the whatever people are around you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're, it's it's going to be your family and, and really your close friends. So like doing a better job of realizing that and recognizing, hey, like take the time, take the five minutes to go help them out. Whenever my brother calls me now, I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm busy and I just think yeah. to myself, you know what, this, this could be the last conversation we have or even with like my mom, you know what I mean? She's like, oh, you know, I want to go on this family vacation. My first instinct back in the day is like, no, I don't mm -hmm. want to do that shit. I got to work. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I, I could sit here and act like that or I could sit here and act like, okay, you know what? My family should come first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, yeah, you know, it's fucking, it, it's taking time out of my business. It's taking time out of my day. But at the end of the day, when I fucking die, who's going to be there? You yeah. know what I mean? And when I'm, when I'm in the hospital or something bad happens to me, or if I lost every single thing, who's really going to be in my corner? Yeah. And I think that's the people that you got to fucking. And I think that we tell for. ourselves like almost, uh, lies about, oh, I just need this period of time to grind, to get to a point of like. Uh, of feeling comfort and then at that point I'll be able to give my energy to all these people mm. I think that it, it's a lie because I think that the more you go up that ladder the more there is room to grow I don't I, I think it's never ending this never-ending feeling of okay I need to get to the next level yeah I can't I can't spend time like with my family so I think it's very it probably is important to build habits at this level so that once you do get to that next level you'll yes. still have that habit and you won't be in this fucking rat race of trying to be as successful as possible yeah i just i'm not joking yesterday i read an entire book 250 300 words mm -hmm. just because i was just like in a mood i was not feeling that pages great. right Wait, did I say books? No, you said 200 300 words i was like okay that's oh not, yeah that's, that's like a, like a paragraph tweet. <laughs> <laughs> i read this crazy <laughs> novel yeah Three hundred words. Yo, if it was a if, yo, if it was a book and it was three hundred words and it hit that deep, yeah, bro, those three hundred words must have fucking no, been killer. It went in. No, it, it's a book. Um, oh, fuck, I'm so mad. It's literally right upstairs. I wish I can go and grab it. Um, because I just want to say the title. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's like the spiritual man or the ooh, or the ooh, the ooh, blank ooh. something man, and it's supposed to be just like it's it's a it's a book for men that are. Um, how'd you say masculine energy, mm -hmm. right? You have masculine and feminine energy and it talks about how you kind of deal with women as a masculine man. And it talks about just your life. And that was one paragraph or one thing in the book is talking about how like you always think that you're going to do enough work to get to this place of comfort. They're just like, that will never occur. That is never going to happen. You are never going to get to a place where the work is going to feel like, oh, I just get past this one hump. Yeah. And that's the excuse I've definitely been giving to yeah. a lot of people is like, oh, I just got to do this one thing. 
And it's pretty much talking about how you can't let your life pass you by while you're trying to do something for work. Like you just got to love viciously. You got to, you got to appreciate the people and the things around you right now, because you, you got to live as if you're already there every yeah. single day. Yeah. I mean, I think that the reason that that, that feeling will never go away is I think it might be inherent in humans to feel the need to, uh, achieve something. And I, I, I it's I, men. Our men is so so it's also talking about how the standards have changed and and what has happened in our society now is like back in the day we used to have specific gender roles yeah. right masculine female female stay in the house man yeah, you go yeah, do yeah. whatever and now we've kind of changed it where it's more of a mixture mm-hmm. a lot of fem- a lot of women have masculine energy and yeah. tendencies hey i want to provide hey and I a lot of men things. have feminine energy exactly and that's what this book is about it's about how like even though those things are still prevalent how do you still operate in this new age world where women have a lot more masculine mm-hmm. qualities and men have a lot more feminine qualities? How can you still be that masculine men, man, but still in like a positive way, if that makes yeah, sense? Yeah, what if you want to be the feminine man? That's what I want to be. You could. I'm going to be could. the feminine it's, man. It, it talks about That's sexual- why I have a pink phone case. It, it's... <laughs> It is talking about sexual energy, how that you always need a polar though. You yeah. always need a polar opposite. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. You, you need to, you need to, if you if you have a, a guy that's more femme energy, you probably need a, a woman Mas- that has high masculine okay, energy. Okay, well, obviously I don't want that necessarily. And okay, so that's like the whole premise of the book is and, and there's one sentence in there that was really powerful to me. It was talking about how like, you know, women generally a femme woman is looking for love. Men almost exclusively, always looking for purpose. And to be honest, if you are a masculine man, like you can't ever waver from that purpose. A woman or femme woman always wants to be with a guy where their purposes, their purpose themselves is above the woman. It's actually feminine to put your woman above your purpose. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah, purpose yeah. always needs to be number one. And it also says, if you really want to know a deep, dark truth about men, it's, Women will never really understand this, but a woman herself will never ever fulfill that deep purpose that you have inside of her herself. You, one woman will never satisfy you in that way. Your purpose will always be greater than the sum of the things that you have. What about like, did you talk about children? No. Well, I want to know that. I want to know, can, can your, can a child overcome that purpose? I don't know. Let me ask you. Do you feel like your father, his purpose diminished when he had you? I think his purpose was always family. Correct. Providing. But what is that exactly? But I, I don't think he cared about like... Like, purpose doesn't mean I don't think the, about your 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 view to the world. It just yeah. means what you deep inside, what you want to fulfill in your world or in your life. I think, yeah, I feel like he probably had an innate feeling of providing, right? Correct. Right. So, but to me, that is a purpose towards the the family. So, yes. It, no, no, no. It's, 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 not, it's, it's, not, it's not that it's you don't weird love your thing. woman. It's a weird thing because, like, maybe your purpose is to provide for your wife. Yes. And so it is putting her above. It's weird because the, the both the purpose and her are the same thing. You know what I mean? At that at that stage, well, it would be the same thing because you, your purpose is to provide for her. 
Is that really your? You think that's your dad's purpose in your life? To I think provide has, for his family? Well, yeah. No. Oh, okay. I understand that part. I think I don't think that. Okay, but what was his purpose to begin with? I think this is talking about more become before you come like a family man. Does that make sense? Like, like I think once you become a family man, I feel like it's kind of different. It's like, yeah. Well, that's my that was shifts. my question. Well, that that's why I feel like. I mean, I feel like. For most people, because most of their lives are going to be family men because most people are going to have a kid at around maybe like in their 30s at least, right? So for at I least half everyone. Okay, I mean, yeah. But also I, most I, people most people at that point have fulfilled their purpose or have So within to that the 30 point. years though, and they they already talked about how you're never going to fulfill that purpose. You'll never ever feel satisfied in that yes. way. Yes. Which I don't think does your dad still get up and go to work? Yes. Yeah, he does. But, but does that, he care about I yeah, I understand he's, he under, he cares about providing for the family, but I think that's but You know I, what I'm saying? I, I think that that's the But it's also it's, just it's, it's also just like something to do too. I feel like at this point, I think my dad doesn't work to like he just works because he's like a, he likes to work. I understand what you're saying. Like it's a, it's like I feel like he wouldn't know what else to do. So let me ask you though, when you have kids, like right, like you you think that whatever you are doing in your life, whatever it is, maybe let's just say fast forward five, ten years, you're a full time podcaster. I think I might be different, and that's why I think I, I, it's going to be hard for me to want to have kids at a younger age because, like, to me, like. Again, my focus is very selfish oriented. I it's but only I, that way, and that's what he they're saying. This book is. It is that way for a man because a man can never be satisfied with his woman if he is not fulfilled in his own purpose first. Yes, no. I feel like we've we, we've talked about that ourselves, yeah. right? And that that feeling. Yes. And I I agree with that's that. That's why but that's what you're about to say, which is I'm not going to have kids right away because I need to finish doing oh, what the fuck I'm doing. I think that that's yes, that's understandable. You know what I mean? Like but, that's what I'm saying. You haven't fulfilled your purpose. But I don't know I said, if I accidentally your purpose, his like, own purpose. Like no, my point is though, if if I accidentally just like like get somebody pregnant, I think that would shift everything. Like I don't know if I'm going to be able to just forget about my. I, I I think I would be able to just forget about my purpose and focus solely on that because I feel like I have a duty and a responsibility that I was taught by my family. You know what? To that kid. I, I think that my purpose would completely shift because I have a responsibility not only to this child, but also to the world. Because, again, whatever that child becomes, there's there's definitely some effects of how I've treated that child and I made that child. So if that child becomes a fucking criminal or something like that, that's on me. And that, that's me fucking over the world and fucking over society for not raising my kid correctly. So I feel like there would be a different type of responsibility on me. And my focus of what success is would completely change on making sure that that kid's life or that kid turns out to be a, a good member to our society. Now, I hear that, but I also don't think that that means that you would completely halt everything in your life. I no, I think I would just, it, it, actually, the opposite. I think I would intensify a lot of things in my life. My point. But but that's a, but it's not for me. That's what I'm saying. I think that what the book is talking about but and what we're talking about is a selfish need for us to feel the, some sort of satisfaction. I think that... To fulfill your true purpose. Yes, but I think that... It, it wouldn't be selfish at that point because my purpose would be solely reliant on making sure that this child becomes good. And, and that means me working hard 
to show them that hard work is a, a good attribute. Yeah. And it's also providing them things that they need to succeed in this world. No, I understand that part. But I just think, again, you're still going to go on the path that you want to go on. I don't think that that is going to deter you away from it. It's Like you said, I think it's just going to intensify it, right? I you're think it would change it. I think it would. Because, like, look. It would change your purpose. But, again, again, overall, what you're providing to the world I don't think would change. I think it would be hard to give... Like, for example, if I had a kid if today... If you didn't feel satisfied yourself, though, how are you going to show that kid love? I think I would feel satisfied from him. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I would get automatic satisfaction from being a provider. Not from my, my success of my career or anything like that. I think that my, my satisfaction would become from seeing that kid succeed in life. No doubt. Because then it's... Although it, I, I do also want to say you can't control if he goes to jail or not. No, I know. I know. I, un, I understand So that's what I'm that. saying. Like you are... No, there are, there, are, there, are there are genetic attributes of people who are criminals, criminals and things like that. That's what I'm saying. I, so I, it's not actually your responsibility on terms of that. But I, I think that the what it is my responsibility is to give him the best chance not to do that. And I sure. feel like, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I, I sit with criminals every single day. They've gone down routes. And I'm telling you, I haven't met one single one that had a great family. Oh, I believe that, 100%. So I think that that's, I that that's a huge indicator. No, no, no. I, yeah. I completely agree yeah. with that. Yeah. I'm not, but, but that's what I'm saying. Why does purpose mean automatically you're not going to be a good father? Because it's not, I'm not saying it's automatically you're not going to be a good father. I'm just saying that. My priority isn't my own success. My priority is the success. The, the only okay, okay. You just said the word success. Success is different than purpose. Okay. No, no. My priority isn't whatever I want to be. My priority is what why, do why I have to do? What do I have to do to provide my best life for, for my child? And if that means what I want to do, then yes. But if that means, for example, if right now today I had a kid, I don't know if I could put as much energy in the podcast. I'd probably be more worried about grinding and trying to get to the top at uh, my, my job mm. because that's right there. Stability. And I need to make money now. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It, it would just, it would change it. But that's why I'm not having a kid right now. Right. Because I am selfish and I don't want that. Right. Because you're I trying to fulfill be, your purpose. Exactly. That's my point. But but no, but my point is that if that I had that kid, that purpose would have to change. It would shift. Yes, that's it. would it. shift. That's it. That's all I was saying. And I, I just want to mention, though, it's like, again, I, I again, a man's ultimate... I think virtue in life is, is that though, like our, our whole thing is we want to fulfill our purpose and women on the other hand, it's like this desire for love. Desire. Uh, in, I think is more stability. And this, is, this is gender roles. I by think, the way. yeah. So I think, like, like you could have, um, if you are a masculine it's woman, a spectrum. You, you might, yes, exactly. You, you might want to fulfill your purpose. So more. it's not women or, or, or male. It's more masculine and female. Correct. 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 Yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. about your energy. Yeah. 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 It doesn't, it's not, it's not based on sex or no. gender. No, no, no. So, uh -huh. but, but that, that, yeah, I agree. All right. You want to go over the, uh, yeah. different male, what is it? Personalities. All right. There's, uh, six of them. There's Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Omega, Delta, and Sigma. I want to be Omega. All right, start from the top. All right, you, well, all right, we're going to go over each one. Yes, go What's on. an Alpha? 
Um, That's definitely not me. Alpha is dominating and charismatic. The born leader understands his priorities and always utilizing his time. Okay. Not bad. Beta. Modest and easygoing. Oh, maybe I'm Ideal husband type. Oh, maybe I'm a fucking beta, bro. Works a lot, but overshadowed by his peers. Oh. All right, Gamma. Introverted and super sensitive. The yes man at office. Has big plans, but lacks determination and focus. It's interesting, because I would think that would be beta. But that's Gamma. Yeah. That sounds beta qualities to me. That's what people use when they say beta. Like, beta definitely came across as way different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. It is different. Uh, it's not right what people assume. Yeah. I think you're right. The, it, it is more like gamma. Super sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, Gets yeah, like yeah, kind of yeah. pushed around. Exactly. Um, That's lower than beta, bro. Yeah, yeah. Omega. Skillful and self-sufficient. The odd one in the wolf pack. Laid back, not chasing success or money. Oh, okay. So I feel like that's just like, I don't know. Somebody the who's guy just at the bar that listens to rock music that yeah. just goes home to his nine to five. They're just apathetic to life. They're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to live it. And like, who gives a fuck? Right. Exactly. Delta. Modest and hardworking. Wants attention, but can't get it. Works hard, but unable to draw attention. Ooh, maybe I'm Delta. <laughs> <laughs> Sigma. Super smart and extremely attractive. The, the manipulative mastermind. Ooh. He is super ambitious and his own boss. Ooh. So there's alpha, beta, gamma, omega, Dude, delta. To be seven. honest, I think I'm feeling beta. You're feeling beta? Modest and easygoing. Ideal husband type. You were talking about being the husband type. You're monogamous. Yeah. Very husband vibes. Works a lot, what you do. Overshadowed by your peers. Do you feel like that? Uh, maybe not. I don't, I don't, really I don't view I don't, it as that. I don't view it as that either. It, that, I don't that, think any of these... The one, that's the one part I don't like for... The beta? Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like I, I, I fall in any of these categories. You know what I, I call myself? I think that one's the closest without the last part. Yeah. What would you call yourself? Uh, fucking... Um, Epsilon? Yeah, Epsilon. You're that's, looking for the E one. Uh, you fucked this over with the fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the I was going to say Zeta. <laughs> I'm the last, bro. You're the Zeta? Yeah, I'm the fucking Zeta. What, what is Zeta? Zeta's just dope as fuck. <laughs> Description, <laughs> dope as fuck. <laughs> cool. Cool, <laughs> chill. He's pretty chill. He's dope as fuck. He works hard and he plays hard. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. That's pretty good. It's fun. Okay. All Very right. Very laid back. Definitely yeah. husband material. Um, Who, I'm trying to think. It's hard because like, you want to say people that people like everybody that's listening can know, and then we could like rate them. I wish we had like a group of characters, yeah, or people that we could rate, like celebrities, maybe. Like, like Tom Hardy is definitely alpha, dominating and charismatic, the born leader, understands his priorities and always utilizing his time. Or actually, he's more maybe. Which one is the one that they don't give a fuck? Uh, Omega. Skillful and self-sufficient, the odd one in the wolf pack, laid back, not chasing success or money. And that's the thing is, I feel like he is kind of that, yeah. He right? is like he, it's that. not like it's not it's not like he is doing that. It's like it's like the people that are down to just be like underground with their shit. Mm. They're not they're not looking for that all that like rah rah bullshit. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, more yeah. just like 
it, I do my fucking thing. And it's funny because I feel like I try to be that, but I'm not that. Like that's what I would aspire to I be. Think, I think you kind of are Omega in that way. I would say you're a blend between Omega and Beta. Yeah, I feel like I aspire to be. Uh, but Omega. I feel like you. Would you say you were the odd one in the Wolf Pack? It depends on the Wolf Pack. Depends on what pack you're rolling with. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, what packs do you have that you feel like you're? I feel like my family. I'm kind of like the odd one. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like I'm the odd one. Um, in definitely my career. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. In certain ways. Yeah, because like, dude, even somebody commented like on one of our clips. They were like, "This kid's an attorney?" Question mark. Question mark. Yeah, haters. <laughs> <laughs> Shit it on you, yeah, bro. Did you internalize like, that comment or what? I honestly, it, it, it hit deep. It did hit you a little bit, It huh? did hit. It was like, yeah. Some comments, when the problem is if, if they're knocking on an insecurity of yours, that's when it hurts. Well, it's like, yeah, I guess it's an insecurity in, in some aspect because I feel like I don't like people under, I, 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 I do, but at the same time, Okay, so I like when people underestimate my intelligence if I have a chance to prove them wrong. I don't like when people underestimate my intelligence and then I have no opportunity to show them wrong up. Yeah. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah. Like in that comment, I can't show her up and no. be like, yo, actually I'm smart as fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because that would be even that would be pretty yeah, weird to yeah, respond that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the hard part about negative comments in general. Though. Yeah. It's like how the fuck do we even say anything? Like sometimes people just say shit. But that's the thing too. It's like you gotta understand, people are just coming from their own little perception. They have no idea what the fuck is going on. They don't really know you. Well, that's I think you gotta let that shit it go. comes again, it comes with the the clips and like I guess it comes with the territory of me making fun of myself or having a clip that maybe doesn't show me in the most intellectual light yeah i think that's uh a problem we're facing sometimes with our clips yeah 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 you yeah, know yeah. they're just a little like insane but if people like again listen to the podcast and really went in i feel like they'd be like oh you know it's not all just bullshit he's not a dumbass maybe no and well the person that sent this to me what do they say what are you what are you um are you gonna, Sigma? That's what she told me. But see, like, you know, I can't do that because... What is Sigma again? Because then it's just, it's too douche. Sigma is douche? Some, this girl sent it to me and said, I think you're a Sigma male. Sigma is super smart and extremely attractive. There you go. There you go. Hottie. The manipulative mastermind. Although, I don't like to think that I'm manipulative. See, I think I'm very manipulative. I feel like that part can be more you, to be honest. That's a hundred percent. I feel like, I feel like I'm very skilled at uh, the art, getting uh, what you want. Yes, with, and maybe I am too. It's just yeah. like it's just, I don't know. I'm more blunt with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not hiding my intentions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you do a good job of like not giving away your intentions. I'm very good at navigating situations. Yeah, let, yeah, yeah. To yeah. get like outcomes that I usually want. Yes, and you're very good at ignoring things. Like if people press you about something you don't want to talk about, you're very good at getting yourself out of that conversation. Oh, a hundred percent. You can I'm like so. I'm, I'm just that. a type. If you ask me a question, it's like a fucking I don't know. I'm like a printer. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're gonna yeah, get yeah, the yeah, answer yeah, yeah, yeah. right in your face. Do you like me? No. 
You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's just yeah, going to yeah, be, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. going to be real. Yes, yes, yes. Someone asked you that, you'd be like, well, you know, the sun. Let's talk about let's, this. You know, did you know that the sun turns on like a 60 degree radius? You're like, what, what does what, this what do does the, What does the word liking somebody yeah. mean? <laughs> <laughs> Can you Literally, define that for me? It, it turns into like a whole separate conversation. We're like, Jay, this isn't it. And then yeah. it's just like, we're so pissed at that point. We're yeah, just like, yeah, all right, yeah. I'm fucking giving up. So there is this quote or maybe not a quote. I guess it was an article I was reading about breakups. And um, here it is. It says, The researchers also note that a breakup is often harder on the person doing it because of the doubt that lingers in the decision. Ooh. This ambivalence explains why such a staggering amount of couples will choose to reconnect after a split. They said that about 50% of relationships reconnect after a breakup. Holy fuck. 50%. That's a lot. Like you, you'll reconnect at least one more time after a breakup, fifty percent of the time. Holy fuck! I feel like that makes sense for me because I'm very. I mean, that's you kind of did that with this girl and with the that's last true. one too. To be honest, I mean, I'm just like that. I mean, think about I mine. Go back. I've done it too with yeah. with fucking Miami. At no. Well, you did kind of remember. You ended it for like we never actually officially dated. Number one, oh, but yeah. two. Like you're right, it was like in and out little yeah. bullshit. But I was talking more about fucking oh 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 back the, in the day. Yes, yes. What's your her attacks. nickname? Uh, I don't think that she ever had a nickname. Can we come up with one for her? What like what what did we used to call her? I don't think we ever called her anything. You could call her um, Taro. Let's just call her Taro. Taro. Yes. So I met Taro. In college, but mm -hmm. then we rekindled six years later. Mm -hmm. So in my relationships, it was about 50%. Yeah. That's you know I mean? true. Like, that's what I'm saying. Of all the relationships I've pretty much had, I've, half of them has been a rekindle. But I did want to I did want to point out the thing about the breakup being harder on the person doing the breakups. Because that's what I'm experiencing a lot in my relationships. Yeah. I do this all the time. Yeah. Because the problem is, is when you have the choice, that fucks you. Yeah, well, that's why I don't think I, I'm good at breaking up with people. No, Be because I don't. I don't think I could stay strong. Like, no, don't. I, I, for me, it needs to be the other person. Usually, it's very hard for me to break up and finally like walk away because if I know I still have it, it's just so like, why not just go back? <laughs> just why not? You know, let's just say fuck it. Yeah. I mean, that's okay, but see, and, and that's the thing, too, is we've been talking a lot on this podcast about just, like, you know, loving the person that you're with just for when they accept you, and it's not about yeah. the spark, and you know what I mean? It's not, it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it very hard when you're the person doing the breaking up because it's just constantly making me rethink, like, oh, right, did I make the right decision? Did I do the right thing? And that problem, the problem is, is it's distracting me from my work. Yeah. It's distracting me from being happy on my own. I know it, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I know it's the right decision, but I, for some reason, and I think, again, it comes to this point of because it's my choice, it almost feels like every day is like, okay, did you make the right choice? So, you're, you, always, so you're still thinking about like this Miami situation to some extent. Absolutely. But also, I mean, it is what it is. At the end of the day, what I'm feeling to me is just normal, right? You know what I mean? I'm going through this. I, we haven't contacted each other in three or four weeks. It's just one of those things where it's just hitting that point where I'm like getting used to it. And the decision is made and like it was made for a real reason. Like there is a reason this girl, I know for a fact, like, or just in that, in that moment that we were having, I don't really know what it is or what it is now, but I, I just felt 
there, I got to trust myself. I got to trust that I made the right decision by, by doing what I did. I, I, again, I don't really know because a lot of the, I think the reasons I pushed her away were just like, you know, immaturity on her end. Like, again, I didn't think that her personalities meshed as well, but when you really take it back and look at it, it's like they're deaf. I probably was a little bit more critical about the relationship than I should have been. That's number one. When I, when I take back all the facts. So that's the hard part for me is like knowing that maybe I was a little bit too much or wanting too much or thinking think too much so. into the future. I really, I don't know. I don't think so. I like what, how, what, what parts do you feel like were critical? Like the problem think, is I just don't remember. I think just, about I, it objectively. Like, first of all, there was constant like distrust between both of you. Yeah. Which which is normal for a relationship that's long the, distance, and that's another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the the there's not anything that like I don't think you were critical. I think that your your criticisms were all valid criticism. I, I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to get to where I want to go, and again, in fulfilling this purpose, that's my ultimate goal. And the issue is is dealing with a girl that is long distance and like trying to like push this relationship. I just wasn't ready for all of that. I wasn't ready to do all of that. I wasn't ready to take somebody on long distance, have you here all the time. The habits that you had were not uh, like positively influencing me. And that was, I need somebody that's going to be understanding of my work. And while she was, it's just like the relationship itself just didn't make sense for my time right now, but it wasn't a lack of love. Well, I think that also it, it what that relationship was. And the thing is that I feel like while you're going through it, there was a lot of like parallels I was seeing from my like ex and like my relationship. And that's why like looking at it now from my perspective, it just doesn't seem right because I think that if you, if you evaluate it truly, the excitement and that love comes also from the friction that you guys had. So I think that the, the reason that it, it, it did maybe feel that way is also because like there was a lot of ups and downs and that friction gives you some type of excitement it gives you some type of adrenaline mm -hmm. that that makes you want that yeah. like our lives we we for some reason love this friction between people yeah it's fun that there's sometimes arguments it shows that like people really care about a situation yep. right that's and, it's exactly a good point to your previous it's like I'm pushing her away because I want to see her come and get me. Yes. And it's just that constant push, pull, push, yes. pull, push, pull, push, pull. How far can I push you and how much are you going to pull back exactly. and really try to be with me? And then like, you know, you finally get to that point where shit hits the fan and then you're like, oh, fuck, like, damn. But not only that, it's like every time like when she did like pull or when she did come back. And like those periods of like supposed to be tranquility, you knew that there was something missing in those moments because you knew that it wasn't like this, like you didn't feel like the, the, the best times were honestly probably the worst times for you because there was stuff to talk about your relationship and stuff like that. It was boring probably the other times because maybe there wasn't common interest yes 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 absolutely and so the reason you pushed her is also to start some type of fucking like con like feeling mm -hmm. right whereas like when you guys were together and good there wasn't any feeling because there wasn't that that maybe personality and um personality connection or, or compatibility in that aspect yes so good point now like how we talked about last time where, you know, if someone loves you, right, 
it's almost like we're supposed to just accept that. Yes, yes, right? yes. You know, it's not about the spark. Yeah, it's not yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying. Where do you draw the line? Where is the line? You know what I'm saying? What 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 makes? Uh, so let me ask you. I guess even a good question about you. Do you feel like your personality and, and the girl you're dating right now is a perfect match? Well, the, I I don't know if I would say the most perfect match, but the the reason that I feel like I can see. Uh, your relationship and my old relationship differently is because of the connection I do have with this girl. It doesn't feel like we need to have those like fights in order for me to just like be happy to be around her. Yes. Like, like for, I think that the reason like, like the only thing that me and my uh, ex had in common were that we were in a relationship together. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like fighting about that relationship. Yeah. Our 90% of our conversations were about us. Yes. It wasn't just how you like what are you doing in your life? Like are some of your interests again, it's not, not like a friendship relationship. Exactly. Not all of my interests are exactly the thing that the girl I'm dating likes, you know? Like yeah. she doesn't like everything single no, thing no, I'm no, into. No, it can't be that way. But but at the same time like we do have common, like, I feel like we can joke around together. Like, we do, like, funny things or, like, weird things together, and she doesn't find them weird, or she just, like, enjoys those little things about mm -hmm. me. Does she enjoy them, or does she accept them? No, she definitely enjoys them, because she's a little, like, strange as well. Like, she's not the... She's not trying. She's not a girl that acts like, oh, I need to be cool in a situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's something, like... Like, I you can't really be cherish. with somebody like that. I can't be with somebody who's like, oh, I want to be cool in this situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, just yeah, not yeah, me. Because yeah. and, and there's going to be, like, it, it just won't be compatible for that. You no. know what I mean? So, so uh, yeah, that was actually one of the issues that I've had was, like, always, like, that's what I'm saying. Everything needs to be, like, like a certain way. There needs to be a certain image behind exactly. everything that I'm doing, right? Like oh we gotta look good if we're gonna go out or you know what I mean it's like this it almost is like when you're when you're dating somebody that is so image driven there's all this pressure yes there's all this pressure to be something and be someone maybe you're not you know what I mean well for me I think that that was a huge friction like especially at the end of our relationship with my ex is because like to me I didn't feel the pressure she like tried to push pressure but I would not be receptive to it and I think that that's probably why she was like. She didn't fuck with it at the end because I was like, like, you're trying to make me somebody I'm never going to be. There's so, like, and, and the thing is, I think it's hard to date me for anybody because I think I am so the opposite of that to an extreme as well. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that I have the moral high ground here. I think that it, it's, it's uh, my views on like appearance and, and perception from the outside world, I feel like is equal to somebody who cares about it so much. I care about it so little that it's like very hard to date me, even if you're normal, even if you're in that middle round, mm. because they're like, I mean, come on, like care a little bit, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so it, it, I think it's difficult to date me in general, but it, that's why I need to find somebody who really just doesn't care about that shit. Yeah. No, I, I completely understand that. Because, yeah, I, I would say I'm something in the middle. Yeah. But I definitely would say, like, because I, I do appreciate that. Yes, right? like, exactly. I'm like, I appreciate looking good. I appreciate you, you know, throwing on something yes. nice and yes. looking really good, going out to dinner, us, like, looking good, like, being hot and yes. just, like, doing our thing. 
fuck with that. Yeah. But but you know you do have to have that other aspect. You gotta enjoy the the, the real Chris Nappy yes. that is inside there, right? Like if I played some screamo music right now, yeah, how yeah, would you yeah. how are you gonna react? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I do something fucking really crazy, yeah. Like <laughs> how are you gonna react? You're gonna be able to accept that? Yeah. Or, or not even just accept it, but again, appreciate me and also push that part out of me. Yeah. Pull that part out of me. You know what I mean? Like. Because that's a, the real you. It's exactly. not this. It's not this perception that we need to show the world. Yes. It's just who at the core you are. Yes. You're not some fucking. Oh, I need to be all hot shit all no. the time. Yes. There, there might be aspects of you that you want to show some type of a, appearance yes. to the world. But like at the end of the day, who you are at your core when you're just hanging out with somebody one on one, you you want to be able to be yourself and not feel judged by your partner. Exactly. For it. Give me a safe space. To be who I am. Give me a safe space, not even just to be who I am, but to pull that part out of yes, me. Yes. Can you get it out of me? Yes. Right? I'm not even just looking for the fact that you're okay with it. Yes. yes. I want you to actually influence me to be that to be that person, right? To be myself because you love that person so much. And like I think everybody should want somebody who 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 pulls themselves out of them, you know? Like Yes. Cause because at the end of the day, we always talk about it. Being yourself is the best feeling in the world. That's what I'm saying. It's it's kind of the ultimate. Yes. Right? It's like the ultimate number one thing. It's it's not only being yourself, but being yourself and feeling appreciated for who you are. Right. That's the key. It's right. the it's the uh, it's the feeling of like because people be are themselves all the time and they get shitted on for it. Yeah. And that's why people a lot of people are scared to be themselves because they don't want that backlash. Because then it, it it cuts deeper when you are yourself and you get made fun of for being yourself. That cuts so much deeper than trying to put on this persona and then get made made fun of for that persona. Because then at the end of the day, it's not really you, so right. it, it doesn't really cut that deep. But like you being yourself and trying to be vulnerable and open yourself up to somebody, and then them shooting them down, that fucking cuts. Yeah. So like you want yeah. somebody who encourages you to be that because then it makes you feel like who i am is dope somebody really fucks with this you know yeah. what i mean so that's where i think i come to this giant crossroads with this girl mm -hmm. and this is why i've been wrestling with this decision because yes while i don't think that she necessarily appreciated it mm -hmm. she a hundred percent accepted it mm -hmm. and that makes it difficult Somebody out there accepts you for who you are yeah. and loves you unconditionally, it feels like, at least towards the end, and then thinking to yourself, well, you don't fully appreciate me or we, you know, we don't fully get each other, so I don't want this. But again, that cuts deep and it hurts when you know that, again, there is somebody that does appreciate, does up, again, accepts you for who you are. But again, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's almost like, I'm so, like, it's okay. Cause again, I wouldn't have got that far with her if I didn't actually like her that much. Yes. Right. But, but, but that's the thing too. It's like, I, I think the hardest thing in life is being able to substitute good for great. And I think that's what it is. It's like, yeah, there was things that were fucked up in our relationship, but I think if we worked at it mm -hmm. and I, and mm -hmm. if I had the mindset of like, let's fix things and yeah. let's like, let's work on it yeah. together and let me show you full, complete love. I feel like she she would be a great partner. Yeah. She would be a great partner. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't think I wouldn't feel like mm -hmm. under siege. Like, I don't, I don't think she would make me feel that way. I feel like she'd put me on that pedestal. But again, it's like substituting, like knowing that like at her core though, there are fundamental personality differences and knowing that it's like, you would never get to a point where you're able to give her that because of that. 
because because you knew that okay. and that's 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 what i'm trying to explain is like with my ex i feel like i could never give her that because i i knew like my ex in the beginning of our relationship she accepted it yeah. right like she a yeah. hundred like she was a infatuated for who I was she, again she didn't necessarily appreciate it but she also didn't sh shit on me for any of it no it was only at the end literally like probably last three four months of us ever talking or like dating like that where she like really showed her views on those matters on, on my myself right and it was also because I could never give her my full self because I knew that she didn't appreciate my full self and so I think that that's that's what it comes down to. That's what I'm saying. When I when I watched that relationship, I saw parallels. Yeah, I think that's the really hard part. I yeah. think for both of us, right? Because, you know, I think there's times on this podcast where you've come on and said, "Hey, I still think about yeah. this situation," right? Because I think that that power dynamic, in a way, where like it is an opposing view that isn't willing to necessarily back down or, or not necessarily back down, but but kind of is different and, and yeah. will check you. Right, it makes you uh, almost appreciate it a little bit more than somebody that is so <coughs> willing to just give you everything that you yes, want and stuff. Yes. So, but it makes it difficult because again, the the, the double edged side of that sword is well, the compatibility isn't there and the appreciation isn't there. Mm. You know what I mean? True appreciation. Yeah. Like where, and maybe appreciation might not be the right word, but maybe even understanding. Yes. Right. Yes, like they're yes. not understanding the personality. They're not understanding the humor. They're not understanding. Yeah the the things that are deeply truly rooted inside of us um or the things that we really want to appreciate like as a child you know what i mean like I, uh, this is a weird thought i had the other day so you know how, like i love house music right yeah i was thinking about i'm like you know why do i like this music so much and i and i was thinking back to like when i was a kid and this is going to sound really fucking sus but i'm just going to put it out there so and i don't know if i ever told you this but I had a queen size bed in my uh, old New York home. Just mm. my little ass room. It was like a ten by ten. You know what I mean? S small as shit. Just That's a bed. pretty big bed for uh, like a kid. It was weird. Like so, it, was it a? Was it? A, I think it was a queen. I think it was a yeah. queen. But but literally, my room was bed, like walkway closet, walkway dresser. Okay. That's it. Okay. Like no other space. Yeah yeah yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like literally a walkway space and like barely room to open the drawers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I remember uh, the first CD I had ever gotten, two of them, Get Rich or Die Trying, 50 Cent. Oh, yeah. Right? And The Vanga Boys. Oh, I don't know them. You do. Um, what song? We Like to Party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We Like, we like yes, to Party. Yes, yes, yes. Boom, boom, Yes, yes, boom, yes. Boom. I know. Yeah, yeah. I want you in my room. Oh! Both of those bangers from oh, them. They oh, have oh. more. Up. And down. They have other ones too. Okay. It's all, okay. But it's all simple ass bullshit yeah, yeah, house yeah. music. And what I would do is my little inner child, like when I had gotten that CD, I remember jumping on my bed, dancing with my pillow oh. to that music, which, you know, when you play it now, and if I was doing that same action now, it would look extremely sus. I think it would look dope. <laughs> I think you should actually and post a video like that. <laughs> I just remember just be like me when I was uh, 10 listening to this song. Yeah. And then just, <laughs> just extremely happy, just flipping the pillow around in my hand and just oh, dancing. Oh, flipping with it, man. Like spinning it. Oh, yeah. oh some just, dance moves. Yeah. Oh. We were like, uh, you were faking like it was a person. Correct. Oh. I, that's, that's why I said it. it's getting weird. 
But this is just, that's what I'm saying. Did I, you kiss him after? No, there was oh. no making out of the pillow. It wasn't one of those situations. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was just the home. That was a different day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I think back to this, I'm like, you know, and also, okay, uh, my friend, um, I can't sell, say names, but he won't give a fuck. My friend Will called me, mm -hmm. and Will's an old friend, like, you know, Queens boy. Yeah, like, yeah. I grew up with that motherfucker, like, high school shit, like, before high school, like, mm -hmm. doing ratchet ass shit in, like, we, me and him, you know, we, we weren't wealthy people. Like, yeah. you know, I, I kind of, like, think of those, like, as my, my grunge era. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is when I really got into, like, screamo music because, you know, he was all inside. I'd go to these parties, we'd be in a basement, and it'd just be, like, mm -hmm. nasty individuals, but, like, it's just <laughs> dope. You know what yeah. I mean? It was, like, whatever. And I just, like, think back to those times in my life. I'm like, you know, the person that I am today, like, you, you know, it's somewhat different, but I still have those roots inside mm -hmm. of me, mm -hmm. right? And, like, I am a weird kid. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not, I wasn't the cool kid. Mm -hmm. I wasn't that guy. You know what I mean? I wasn't the hottest dude on the block. I was the opposite. You know what I mean? I was the kid that was anti-cool. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wanted to be like that, right? It was anti-image, whatever. So it's like, it's, it's, it's weird. I, I've morphed into this person that has appreciated image, right? But at the same time, it's like I still have those undertones and deeply inside of me, I am a weirdo. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I am a, I am a child. Like mm -hmm. I, The things that I appreciate and love is sarcasm, humor, dirty shit, dark humor, not giving a fuck, saying whatever the fuck you feel, like letting shit be weird, letting shit not be normal. Yeah. I, like one thing, okay, like a, a great example is like, for instance, we're talking about, she's talking about what she wants for her wedding, right? And I, I think to my wedding day, right, with her, and, and like, I was talking about Miami. And sorry, I'm just going off no, right no, no, now, no. so I this hope is that's good. okay. Um, but we were talking about the wedding, and she's telling me, like, oh, you know, I need this this way. I need certain flowers here. I need this certain bouquet. And I'm like, we're coming out to, like, this or, like, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I want, like, house music. I want it to be fucking weird. Like, I want my shit to be, like, Strange. the most different wedding you've ever... Right. Not like you came in and it's normal. It's we got regular... Yeah, right. Cookie cutter. And, and, and that thing is that all I kept here, all I hear from her all the time is, like, a lot of cookie cutter mm -hmm. shit. And I'm thinking to myself, how can I be with somebody cookie cutter when I am, I am the complete opposite? Yeah, I think that it's interesting because I, I, I'm thinking about my situation and I think that the things that um, my ex appreciated in me were like, were kind of just, again, appearance based. So she liked the fact that I think that I was intelligent and that I was going to be a lawyer. I think that those are, again, that's appearance-based things, right? Mm -hmm. That's not the core of who I am. That's a part of who I am. Yep. But at the end of the day, I, I wouldn't go around saying that like being an attorney and things like that is my even like probably top three like characteristics, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's kind of, again, maybe the same thing with Miami. She sees this perception of who you are right. and like your appearance base is what she enjoyed about you yeah that's what she did uh, like about you is is again what you from the outside looking in what you are but not what you who you are really yeah. deep yeah. down and that's the hard part is that like again like i said it's like you want somebody who likes you for not what everybody else sees but like who you really are deep down exactly and, and but see and that's that's the hard part. And I and I guarantee you, and see, this is where it's really difficult for me. I guarantee you, if she was in this room and she heard those comments, 
She would she turn disagree. around. She would turn around and say, "Chris, I do like you for those things. Like I do, like ex- honestly, I feel like she'd go down more the route of I accept you for those things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I, like I see, like I know that's what I'm saying, and that's what's hard for me is I did hear her say that to me. Yeah. I did hear her like tell me that. She did like that's what I'm saying. Like, cause there were moments where I was weird. Where she, she again, she wasn't gonna. She's not gonna. She's not gonna say some shit. You know, I know what I mean? And, and it's not that my ex ever said stuff, especially in the beginning. I think that it comes long term down the game, and I think that there's an infatuation that some of these girls have right off the bat. Again, of who you are. I think that again they like the idea more than the actual person, and that's again what I felt strongly with my ex is that she likes the idea of who I am, not who I actually am. Yeah, and like. They're going to say that because, of course, they're so infatuated in the moment. Yeah. And there's nothing that could cloud that judgment. But, like, I want somebody who likes me, I want it to be because I am, like, different. I I want it to not, like, I want the last thing on their list to be because you're an attorney. I I want them to like me because, oh, like you're fucking weird or like you're unique. I've never met somebody like you before. That's the type of shit that I want. It's not because I'm like, oh, again, smart or attractive or anything like that. Don't like me on these like things that I myself don't value in myself. Mm -hmm. I want you to like me for things that I value about who I am. Yeah. And that was one thing that I was hard for me and was strange for me is like, I'm like, yo, I was like, you never talked to me about like your work or, or your schooling, right? And you're, she's in medical school and stuff. She's like, oh, it's boring. I don't want to talk about that. But like, you're so willing to talk about the bottles you're selling. You're so willing to talk about like that part of your life. And like, I, I guess maybe again, just like those more Im- image driven moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's just who she is. That's what she values yeah, about yeah, yeah. her life, about yeah. what she is. And I think and I, to your point exactly is if you're valuing that about your own life, like what do you think you're valuing in me? It, it's you the know? same thing. There's no way that it, it can be, I feel like different because like people value certain things about people. I feel like it's the same thing with me. Sorry, but I don't value you because you're good looking. I value yeah. you because who you are and like the like just good and just fun, funny and just like dope. You know what yeah. I mean? Weird, like unique, like different perspectives that I've never heard yeah. before. That's what I value out of you. It's not a, your appearance or like your clout or like how you come are you, across. Are you talking to, to me right now? Yeah, was, from you. Yeah, yeah. I was, oh, I was talking that's about very you. nice. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. Yeah, it's hard to. Um, yeah, well, I would I would hope that you didn't necessarily like me for my appearance because I'd be asking questions. No, but it, it, sometimes you know, like I'm sure, like <laughs> here, it, we <laughs> <laughs> here we go, here we go. Yo, yo, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. I, I listen. You don't even need to say the words, and I know yeah. where exactly where yeah, you're yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. but but <laughs> I I think that's the hard part in general, though, because I and this is this is what I'll say is. I think there are undertones that you can't completely just love only somebody just for just their personality, right? No. Like, it would be of a lie. Course. It'd be a lie to say that there's not a little bit of image to everything, right? There has to yes. be. Right? Like you said, it's a spectrum. I just think I mean, yeah, some I are very like, heavy. There's girls I will not date because I don't find them attractive. Fact. Right. Exactly. Like it's not that these things don't matter entirely. No. Right. For both of me and her. 
those things matter. It's like, right. It's like, how much though, can you appreciate those little things about me? Right. And, and, and that's the thing though. It's like, it's hard because I'm like, okay, if you, if you were living here, right. And we had a little bit more balance and maybe you had a couple more years with me. Would you get to a point where you understood me in that way? Mm-hmm. And I guess I don't really have that opportunity to know. And I also don't necessarily have that opportunity to really want to figure that out because I got, I got a, I got a life to, to mm-hmm. commit myself to mm-hmm. right now. I, I think that's a really difficult part for me. I think for me, it's a, it comes down to, like, again, if, if somebody, like, I, I think I, I saw a shift, I guess, with the girl I'm dating because, again, I feel like the things she liked about me, she didn't even know I was a lawyer for the, f- like, first three dates we went on. Yeah. So, like, she just thought, like, I was just whatever. She She thought I was funny. She thought I was, like, I don't know, interesting, you know? Exactly. Like, for who I am. Yeah. Right? I think it's a luxury of finding yeah. somebody or, or them coming to you from this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, I, I think that's what it comes down to because then it's, it is personality-driven for the most part. Right. As I'm saying, this girl wouldn't turn on a podcast of mine. Oh, yeah. Well, it's probably good. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. In a weird way, the way that she treated me, although wasn't exactly aligned, it was actually good because she gave me my independence because she is different from mm-hmm. me. So that was the other thing too, though. It's like sometimes when somebody likes me for my personality so much, they get so infatuated. Oh, with that's me. yeah, that's too much. And then it becomes then they're too not much. their own person at that point, right? And I think that she also got to that point too, where she was being a little bit too much on like the, you know, you were you were what makes me happy. Nothing else makes me happy. Yeah. And when you start hearing that from someone, you're just like, but that's not real. That's, that's not, how you know it's not real. Exactly. If somebody ever, if you become overly infatuated with anybody to a point where you you're feeling like your whole identity is the other person, it's not love. That's infatuation and lust, and like you're viewing them as something that they truly aren't, and yeah. that eventually will fade because it's gonna expose you eventually. Maybe years down the line, but you're going to realize, okay, they're not this person that I have made up in my brain because nobody is that much better than you. Yeah. And I think just like one of the last points we'll make when we can go to the lightning round is I think what it comes down though, it's like, yo, we're human, right? And emotionally, you know, it's like, it's like logically me and you are speaking real fucking mm-hmm. truths right now, right? Like we know these things yeah. are a fact. Yeah. We know these things are a fact, right? At the end of the day, this is the right thing to do, right? Yeah. It is, truly. And do I think a lot of people follow through on this? Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm, I'm really, you could know somebody's wrong for you and you'll still go. And I think it's because of the way that I feel right now, which is like, you know, it would just be nice to just have you though. Yes. Even though we have these differences and it's even though it's not perfect, right? It's like, you know, for one more night or yeah. for, you know, hey, I just, you know, I need somebody right now. Like it almost feels like that. It's like, you know, let's just, Let's just be that for now. Who knows what, what we'll yeah. end up being or what we'll do. But at the end of the day, I guess I just got to keep staying strong. And I think that's like the main uh, goal or, or point of this is, you know, just being able to be above that emotional feeling that I'm having, be above it and say to myself, like, I am holding out for something that is going to be better suited for me. I am holding out for something that is going to be great. I can do this shit on my own. And I think the fact that Again, you know, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm afraid right now. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm on the, we're on the cusp of Mm -hmm. making this podcast great. I'm on the cusp of, of doing really well on social media. I'm on the cusp of becoming a coach on the cusp of starting my own live dating show. Like 
all these things are right there and it's scary because you don't know how people are going to react to it. And there's so much uncertainty in my life mm -hmm. that it's making it so difficult to, to keep fighting every single day because again, you, you, I don't have that person right now to tell me it's okay. I don't have love. I've don't, I don't got the money income right now. That's being like, all right, you're good. I don't have the stability. And I have, it's imagine just like running around on a magic carpet mm -hmm. all day long with no fucking legs and just saying, who knows where we're going, yeah. but we're fucking doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. So I yeah. guess they just got to keep sucking it up, and that's pretty much what you're going to tell me. Yeah, exactly. It's just, that's the only thing you can do at this point. It's just be on the uncomfort and fucking risk it all. Because that will make you stronger. Again, We're going to take this shit to the top. It's about you're feeling uncomfortable right now. Say thank you. Because that thank means, you. Because that means that you're about to grow. I'm about to grow. That's, and I would love a couple inches. That's some stoic shit I would, right I would, there. I would appreciate that, God. If you could somehow... Come down, throw me a couple, like two inches. Two inches on your dick or? No, bro. I don't need that. Oh, yeah. I'd rather I my know, dick small. you're a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> couple inches. I was trying to keep the podcast short, but just. It, it, it just went. It just. It just went. It just. There was a lot of pressure at the end there, and it just. Yeah. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. All right. Two questions. Um, You want to start with the Telby or the written? We could go whatever you feel. Uh, to be honest, I like to tell me better. Okay. All right, let's roll. All right, so I had a question. I think every guy deals with this. You're a little drunk. This girl you kind of like is a little drunk. She confesses her feelings for you. You probably make out a little bit. And then the next day when everybody's sober, you're still thinking about that. But she's distant now like the same she was before she's not as open with you what action do you take next to have those drunk emotions and make them sober emotions i think interesting. it's interesting because he said i think every guy has dealt with this i think probably every person has dealt with this in, in some aspect right there's I, like a lot of drunken thoughts that you have like as a guy that you might tell a girl in or in that moment to um get some um yeah no i agree with you but to be honest i do think it's different because i actually feel like it's more normal for a girl to experience than a guy that it's more normal actually for a girl to experience this situation I, I probably agree as well you know because guys mean? probably will like say more shit when they're drunk exactly that they don't mean right but i will say this like because that's why that's why i say it's it's different because I think for a guy, sometimes it's more confusing. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, like, because you don't expect it from a girl to do exactly, that. Exactly. So when that shit happens, that's why he's feeling like this. That is true. That's why he's feeling like this. He's like, all right, like, what do I... And, and it's funny the way he posed the question is, and, and it's funny because, you know, a lot of people think like this in dating. It's like, how do I make somebody yeah, like that's me? not good. How do I how do I get them to change their drunken thoughts to sober thoughts so that they can like me finally right. because I like them so much and I need them to like me back. Exactly. And like I mean I okay, here's my thing. I'm not saying like it's not a normal thought, like it's normal. So it's, like I guess let me I guess let's answer it based on like if I truly was to give you some bro to bro advice about this. It's like, again, well, I think the first thing we would probably both start with, which is like, A, you're not forcing anybody to do anything. No. So get that out of your mind. But to give you the best chance to get her to kind of maybe like you more in the sober is... Don't talk to her as much. <laughs> That's the key. To be honest, 
Like you, well, you can't let her know that that was a big deal for you yeah. and either. Yeah, you know that's the, the hard part is. I, I feel like you might have already fucked up to be honest, because like I'm sure that like, the reason that you're feeling she's distant is because you try to put out a feeler, yeah. and then she denied that. Shut feeler. that down. If she's shutting down feeler sober, you're in trouble. Yeah, because there is a reason that she is feeling that way, and like I don't know. I, let's be honest though, like a drunk girl. You know, they are down to do some crazy shit when they're fucked up. Like, yep. let's be real. They're going to be down for that. But, like, bro, if she doesn't like you sober, like, that's that's also that's a real L. thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, don't don't just fucking keep trying. Yeah. No. You, like, at the end of the day, to be honest, too, I think this is what you would do is next time she gets drunk and she comes on to you, you actually deny her. A hundred percent. You deny her. So So don't give her that attention when she's drunk. Because then she might re-internalize that a little bit later and think to herself, like, oh, man, it's just like, what's this guy doing? Like, I tried and like, yeah, he doesn't want me type shit. But what I find with a lot of these people that if you're ever feeling this way, that somebody half likes you half in, half out, more than likely, it's very hard to get that person to ever con like convince them to love you 100 percent over the long term. Yes, I agree with that. I will say that the the other thing that you could do is again just match energy i think that that's so important when it comes to dating is if she again if she treats you like she doesn't give a fuck sober bro you have to you have to match energy and it's not only matching energy but it's viewing yourself as an equal to them so if they're going to treat you that way that's showing some sign of like not maybe disrespect, but again, maybe they don't care as much. So you have to realize that you're dope as fuck and you have to be like, you know what? I shouldn't care that much for a person that doesn't care about me that much. Yeah, exactly. And then that energy will be put out in the world and then she might come around to that. Yeah. But again, like you said, I think that if anybody's starting at this point, it's not probably looking good for the long term. Yeah. And so, okay, let's just say hypothetically, you're just like a drunk little fling to her. You know what I mean? Like girls have those. And that's what I'm saying. A lot of those, a lot of the times those things really don't materialize or materialize. Um, but what I would do again, and that's in that particular situation, let's say you guys have like hooked up or whatever you guys like made out drunk and she's not giving you that same energy. Like you said, we, we got to take a step back in general, but almost just look at the relationship or, or look at her just like that. Like, like yes, you said, exactly. like, literally just look at her as a drunk kiss yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you got to just be like, okay, like this is what we do or like whatever. And, and to be honest, you need to do that over a long period of time. Mm -hmm. though. It can't just be like, I'm trying to do this just to get her. Yes. Because people could feel that, that fake yeah, energy. You can you know see what I mean? that. Cause one moment you might act like that, but as soon as she gives you a little, all of a sudden you're all in. Exactly. That's, that's where you fucked up. Right. And that's, that's the key too, is that when she does push a little bit, you can't just no. jump right back in like, oh, she does like me. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I'll yeah. be all down her shit. It's yeah. like, no, you have to almost like keep that like distance between y'all for as long as possible. And to protect you yourself. Yeah, to see to see that she actually does make that move, right? Keep her at her arm's distance. When she's ready to break down your arm and come towards you, that's when you know. But if she ain't trying that hard to come towards you, you yeah. just keep her at that yes. distance the entire time. There's yes. nothing you can do. I think, though, that what you said is really is smart, is that if she gets drunk again and tries that shit again, deny. Yeah, shut that Fact. down. Right. Because you obviously know that it's fake in this moment. Right, 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 exactly. You already know that what she's doing when she's drunk isn't really truly what she means, so don't 
don't let her act on yeah, that. Yeah, don't let it. You, like, okay, you wanna you wanna act like that, or just like again, you wanna you know be drunk. Like, I'm not I'm not your drunk makeout. No, you know what I'm saying. Like, no. I that's not me. You, you got to set the boundary of what you want to be treated as. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And that's the way you do it. Is like, all right, I know what I want. I want to be sober. Fuck. Yes. Exactly. So I I ain't doing that shit drunk. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I agree. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening to our podcast. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Yes. Um, like, subscribe, comment, talk Rate. to you about your friends. Tell your friends that you have friends on a podcast that talk about stuff that tell are your usually about that small you have friends. Tell your friends that have friends. Oh, tell your friends that have friends. I thought you I said, didn't say that, but I, I thought I, you said tell your friends that you have friends that are on a podcast. No, tell your friends that you have friends on a podcast. We are their friends. Oh, we are their friends. Tell your friends that we are your friends. Yeah. Friends. On a podcast. Basically. But and we, and I, then it would make you look like you have clout. Right. There's actually, it's really funny because this girl, like on the way over here, she posted a story. Um, and I think it's a TikTok she posted too that she made of like showing that I looked and viewed her story on Instagram. And, like, her freaking out that I viewed her story. No way. And I was, like, thinking about it, and I was, like, I was, like. Damn, Jay, I didn't know you were popular like that. Bro. I was, like, bro, well, I view everybody. Like, I just click. Oh, so you didn't even I, actually really look. So now you're telling her you didn't even care. No, no, no. I care about you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. No, I appreciate, I mean, your love. that. The, but, right. again, I just, I, I do feel weird. When oh. somebody freaks out about me like that, because it's not me. Yeah, you don't like birthdays either, bro. Don't, he doesn't don't, like, he doesn't don't like appreciation. Be, don't be, well, don't, don't, I don't like when people. Publicly. Or not even publicly, but treat me like I'm not just regular. That's bullshit. Because everybody's regular. He's regular. Don't make me out to something I'm not. He's not pepperoni. I'm not, I'm not trying He's to just be. just cheese. I'm not trying to be some like I'm not a superstar, so don't make it seem like I am. No, see, and this is okay. Here's the issue. This was the problem, and I think Whitney was really upset about this. Is she feels that your demeanor is too much like that? She said that you don't realize your own power by selling yourself short in such a way. She said <sighs> it's your whole demeanor. It's the way that you sit. It's the way that you look or or perceive yourself, and then. That no, but I just I I think that that I like. I never want to come across as better than. No, or even but, but I, I don't want to. I don't want to come across as I view myself better than. Yeah, the problem with that though is, you, are almost crushing your own self confidence in a way. I don't. I think I'm confident in who I am, but I yes. believe that I'm an equal. Correct. And I want others to feel when they meet me as like, I'm not some hot shot. I'm not going to try to be the shit. Like, I am just going to be like, y- you, y- I want you to view me as like just a regular dude that like you say, see yeah. on the street. But, but, but then you say, but then you know deep down inside you're not. So that's, that to <laughs> me is conflicting, right? Where like, again, you're, you're, tr- you're perceiving or you're showing outwardly to the world that you're an average Joe, but you're not an average Joe. So which one's going to give? You wanting to just be humble and tell people that, or you being who you are? (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. Well, I just don't want, I don't like the, I don't like not coming across as an average Joe. 
I understand that. I understand. That's why I said it's conflicting. It's, it's conflicting hard because it's hard. who you are is not. I know, but I don't want to come across as that. It's it's You're hard have to figure that one out for yourself. That's my, my definitely man. difficult because it's it's hard for me because I I just want people to feel comfortable with me. Yes, that's the key. I don't want, I don't like them viewing me as like. Something better or yes, bigger. Exactly, exactly, exactly. They could suck my dick. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> All right. But, but that's the thing, though. It's like I also, I, I don't think that I'm what I'm saying to them sometimes is necessarily false. Yeah, it's fucked up, right? But I, I, I also don't want to sell myself short either. I feel that. That's you know? true. Yeah, you know your power. That's right. That's right. I don't know what to say. Sigma male. <laughs> <laughs>